Hello, friend. This is New Mommy at 40 podcast, a honest, informative, and non-judgmental podcast for those navigating to and through parenthood in their 40s. Today, we're going to be talking about how to tell your friend who is struggling with infertility or has suffered a loss that you're now pregnant. I'll share some tips from my perspective as someone who has dealt with both of these difficult situations while also holding space for a friend's beautiful news and joy. Can you really honor both of your truths at the same time? You'll have to stick around to find out. Here we go. It didn't happen in my 20s. Who cares? Now I've got all this fancy wisdom to share. Hey, I've got this baby. You're getting the best of me. Cause I'm a new mommy. I'm 40. <laughs> Hello and welcome to New Mommy at 40 podcast. I'm your host, Victoria Latour Dunker, and I am so excited that you've come on in and you're checking us out. It is our second season. Season two is launching today. So thank you for coming in. For those of you who are coming back, man, I don't know how to thank you. You have remained engaged the entire time we did last season. And I took a little bit of a break to just replenish, refresh. And you have been engaged the entire time, sending me emails and DMs checking in on me uh, after I went through some hard times, which I'll also discuss for those who are new here. And I really, really appreciate it. And I appreciate this community so, so much. For those of you who are checking us out, welcome. Thank you for giving us a shot and coming on in. We are uh, actually a nominated podcast. We were nominated for best podcast in the kids and family category for the People's Choice Podcast Awards last year which was fantastic, an amazing surprise. I'm so proud of what we were able to do uh, last year. And this is basically a honest, informative, non-judgmental space for those of us who are in our advanced maternal age who are either thinking about being parents, already are parents, doing it all over again, uh, that's what the space is for, just to talk about all those things and, and the things that affect our little bubble of community uh, specifically. So I'm so, so happy uh, that you're here. One of the things that I think comes up a lot in our age group or in this age group is just family planning and how we're going to do it. So some of us uh, get pregnant just like that. Some of us find out along the way after trying that we need some help and uh, seek out fertility uh, treatment. Some of us have gotten to a place where we realize that um, it's difficult for us to have a family in the traditional way and are seeking other ways. We are here celebrating many different paths to motherhood and parenthood. So wherever you are along uh, on that journey, you are welcome. And if you're younger than the advanced maternal age and you're just peeking in to see what we're talking about to get an idea if you want to be a parent, welcome too. We're happy to have you. So one of the things that uh, we are going to be talking about today is something that I think a lot of people who uh, are having fertility issues or have even suffered actual losses uh, we deal with every once in a while is when a close friend or friend around us 
is pregnant and how they tell us the news. They're beautiful, amazing, joyous news. Now, there's definitely a bad way to do it, which is, you know, hey, I'm pregnant. It was so easy. Oh, my God. Like, we only tried once and then boom. Can you imagine? Can you believe it? That may not be the best way uh, to announce uh, a pregnancy to someone who has gone through loss that you know have gone has gone through loss or has had fertility issues. Still happy for you, but might be there might be a better way. And there is a right way to do it, a better way, a more uh, sensitive, aware way to give that news without necessarily having to dim your light and take away from your joy. So this came up uh, recently, and I really wanted to take a moment to just from my point of view, someone, uh, for those of you who are new here, I have suffered now four miscarriages and two failed IVF rounds, but I have one amazing two-year-old. I'm the mother to an almost three-year-old baby girl that my husband and I uh, were so lucky to bring into this world and be chosen to be her parents. However, even for us, right, with having a child, you would think, oh, this, you know, shouldn't be a, a problem telling my friend that I'm pregnant. However, of you know, it is sensitive if you know that we have suffered losses and have had uh, difficulty in planning our family or expanding uh, on our family. So I, I this came up recently with a really dear friend and I wanted to get into it. So we're going to talk about it. But before we do, I pr- I really would love for you to subscribe, follow wherever you're watching or listening to this right now, because that's how you'll never miss an episode and we can get to know each other a little bit. And I have some really amazing things that I'll be sharing towards the end of the podcast that are coming up with uh, New Mommy at 40 this year that I'm so excited. And I need your help. I need your feedback. So you can find me on Instagram. Um, Facebook at New Mommy at 40. And I'm also available by email at info at at 40.com on our website, www.newmommyat40.com as well. So let's get into the topic. So basically, I have a really beautiful friend who is family to me. She truly is a sister to me. And we've known each other since we were children. And I'm 44 now. I've known her most of my life. And recently she called to share the news that she was pregnant and she has other children and we're the same age. And she called. But during the call, I realized that I'm probably the last close friend to know. And it's about five months in. She's literally almost six months pregnant. And I remember in the course of that call, and also it was a FaceTime call. So I was watching her as she was telling me, and I'm just looking at her. I'm like, she looks pregnant. And to be honest, I had a feeling that she was already pregnant months ago. We've just, we really are that in tune. And one of her pregnancies, I actually dreamt of her. And I knew she was pregnant. And I remember getting the phone and I said, are you pregnant? And she said, oh, my God, how do you know? And I I just I knew I just knew. So that's how close we are. So 
keep in mind as I go into this topic, it really depends on the closeness of this friendship, right? So you may decide, uh, you know, someone's not that close. I think it's very important for the person who is pregnant to validate, to, you know, to feel good about their decision on telling someone or not. You, it's all always up to you. We have the standard of, okay, let's make it to three months. Culturally, a lot of people do that too before they share the news, which is totally fine. I'm just speaking about close friendships that you have with someone, someone that you really, really, really adore and care for and how to break that news to them. So in our case, as she told me, and I realized how far along she was, I knew that this was not out of malice. She loves me without a doubt. We are there for each other no matter what, and we will for the rest of our lives. So this is not a matter of uh, me feeling like she did anything to hurt me. And in fact, I know that she did so out of love. She really, truly cared so much about my feelings that she didn't want to trigger me by telling me the news at maybe a time where I was going through a difficult time. I hadn't had the fourth loss yet, but I had recently, I think within about four month period, had just gone through another failed IVF attempt. So I know that it was out of love. However, out of love for her, I would really have loved to have been there for her earlier in this pregnancy as I have in the past. So (laughs) the love was canceling each other out in in a little bit there um, in this situation. So I thought to myself, this probably is something that maybe a lot of people are going through, you know, whether you are the person with the issue, the fertility issue, or have suffered a loss already, and you start noticing that people are acting very strangely or differently around you, kind of delicately even, which I have to say as someone who has suffered loss is truly appreciated because it is a loss, folks. It's it's one of the hardest things I've been through. Um, my mom losing my mom was the toughest, I think. Um, but going through multiple losses is really, really difficult. And I can't imagine, you know, for someone who's actually given birth and lost a child, that's a whole other level of, of grief, but it's all grief. So it is right to be a little sensitive about how to tell your friend. But the most important thing I think is to remember that this is a friendship. There's there's foundation that has been built there. So you don't want that friend to be the last to know. You definitely definitely don't want your friend to find out on like social media before you tell them. So there are definitely definitely ways to not do this and I don't feel that what my friend did was bad. But it it did make me think, wow, there might be a lot of people who are on either the side of being the friend with the fertility issues and kind of feeling like the pariah in, in your social group because everyone is walking on eggshells around you or being the friend who is pregnant and trying to figure out how to 
honor their truth and and enjoy this amazing moment in their lives and then having to figure out how much do I need to cater to my friends' feelings who's have who's had trouble. So I wanted to kind of give you a, a top five or give you a phrase that I think that I probably would have wanted to hear so that you have it from the perspective of someone who has had loss and um, fertility issues. And it's something I want, I would, I think I would want to hear, but it is meant for you to take and dissect and make it sound like your own. So this is, this is what I came up with. So what I feel could have been a good way to say it is this way. I have some news to share with you. Our, our friendship is so important to me. And I love that it's solid enough for us to hold space for each other in times of challenges, but we also celebrate each other in our times of joy. So today I have some really joyful news to share with you. I'm pregnant. So this is what I heard, I hear in that. And as a matter of fact, as I'm reading it, as I'm saying it out loud, I do feel that it might even be a good idea to send this to someone, text it or email it. Why? Because it gives you, you've released the information, you've shared, you've told them how important they are to you and how important this news is to you. But you've also given them the space to have whatever reaction that they're going to have without you necessarily being responsible for supporting and not necessarily supporting but like the the weight of whatever might come from that you know from that person's uh, point of view at that moment of hearing this news because here's the fact yes will there be moments of i wouldn't say anger jealousy maybe maybe that's too harsh of a word but maybe just grief again of like wow everyone is pregnant around me. And I have to say, I feel that this happens, this happens a lot to me. I think this last one really, uh, which was more recent, really hit me. I just, you just start noticing all around you, all of the bellies. It's, it's kind of like when you buy a new car, right? And you've done your research you want this particular car, but you don't really see it everywhere. You don't think you do. Then you come off of the lot and you drive out. And then all of a sudden it's like, oh, there's one right next to me. This one. I see they're everywhere. It's kind of the feeling, I think, uh, maybe other people who've gone through what I've gone through uh, <laughs> might equate it to that. It's it's kind of kind of feels like that. And truly, unless you've gone through this, you really don't have a threshold for how to navigate it. So I hope this is helpful. But going back to that statement, it may be emailing or texting. If you're having a really hard time picking up the phone to kind of make this sound like your own, texting something like this is a good way or emailing it is a good way to let that person read the information and have their own moments, whatever they're going to go through take a deep breath and be there for you when they're ready. And I think that might be a good way, but 
if you whether whatever way you decide to to share something along the lines of that here is what i think comes out of that the top 5 things i think when when someone if someone should send something like that to someone like me i think what you're saying is that this person this friendship this relationship is valued by you you value her and all of the experiences that you've had together you're offering her an, a moment to be your friend in your time of joy and i think that is what you want to do for a friend someone that you truly care for and it highlights what you've done for each other all along so this time is no different it's 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 no different in the sense that you know this is this is the part of friendship that you want to be there for your friend. It might be difficult though. And that's okay. I think it's by saying it this way, you know, you're honoring that. I know this might be difficult for you and I honor what you've gone through, but I, I would love for you to be there for me in this time. So I think that's giving them an opportunity to be there for you and return the support that you probably have given to them. And you don't want to treat your friend with fertility issues like the pariah in your in your group, like the 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 fragile one. They're the one that you care for and that you you I, I'm sure would want for them to experience this at one point, but don't treat them that differently because it really sticks out. They really they really feel it that way. Um, number two, you're also validating her experiences without sacrificing your joy. Validation in all forms, in all types of relationships is so incredibly important. It makes us feel seen, heard, and appreciated. It is possible, though, to validate someone without throwing your own feelings under the bus. So keep that in mind. I don't want you to, to, to dim your light because someone else might be having moments of darkness. Uh, both can exist at the same time. Sorry for the clicking if you hear it and, and my radiator is going crazy. Um, you're also saying, I see you and hold space for what you've been through. But above all, you are a good friend. And this is something that I want to celebrate with you and that I trust that you are capable of being the friend to me that I've been to you in this very moment, too. That's I, I, I get I, that's what I would get from reading that is like, wow, like I'm one of the few that she's told because she really finds that I'm significant in her life. Um, and you're probably giving them hope too. This is number four. You calling them is probably giving them some inspiration that, Hey, this can happen for me. That's what I felt when she said it. I thought I was right around my ovulation time and at a time where I was hoping that I was, but my, there's an anxiety, a PTSD almost that comes from loss where you, you have all the signs in front of you that possibly it's going to happen, that it's happening. And you still doubt it for some reason. I don't know if anyone else can, can attest to this, but I remember she said that and I wanted to take my calendar out and just read it and just go, okay, wait, one, two, three. And <laughs> because I said, Oh, you, you are, Maybe I am. I know that sounds weird, but that's totally what I thought at the at the moment uh, before I got sad that I realized, oh, my God, five, five months in. I've knew I've known the other ones like so early. 
I just started to cry and cry and that's okay. I, I'm, I, I felt relieved when I got those tears out and I realized I was relieved that the tears weren't of jealousy. They were just of sadness that she had to do all of that, you know, walking on eggshells around me all that time and all the conversations that we had, I could tell she wanted to say something, our friends that we have in common, I could tell they wanted to kind of talk about it. So it felt like a relief for both of us, but it made me sad that she couldn't do that earlier. And there was a sadness of like, wow, I wish I could, this year would have been awesome for us to have been pregnant together. I would have loved to have that news to share. So um, yes, those moments happen too, but it's okay. It's all okay. Um, but it does give you hope and inspiration. I, I definitely felt that after she told me. And here's the thing. Number five, if your friend who has the fertility issues or has had its issues or um, has suffered baby loss, if they should get triggered, please know that that's okay too. They, you, I'm sure you have a threshold of understanding for that. It's possible. Uh, they may have a twinge of why isn't this happening for me, but the way that you've shared this news should, should also make them kind of at some point in their own time, like this call of action of, I have to figure out a way to find my light again, my, my, my joy and my inspiration, my hope that this will happen to me. Um, it, sh it can shake you up, uh, it after you have your moment, but you know, there, I think there are times where those of us who've gone through this just go, all right, shake it off. Like just for a moment, maybe it is possible. What do I need to do? Like what, what else can I, let me look into another fertility clinic. It just, this call to action sometimes happens of like, all right, all right, all right. What are we doing? What are we doing? I want this too. I want this for myself too. So it's not your responsibility to, to make them feel better, but you hiding the news is actually can be worse. So, um, just to keep that in mind, but you've lovingly provided a statement that honors their challenges and you're reminding them that they have been there, that you've been there for each other the entire time through the highs and the lows of your friendship. And, that you trust that they can find a space to be happy for you too. And that they trust you to know that you're going to give them the space that they need to process the news. I think that's one of the beautiful, most beautiful thing that you can do for each other is truly in that sense, you're really truly honoring the other. So I hope that that helps. Um, I think at the, the bottom line is, there is mutual respect uh, that happens in a friendship like this. And I'm so glad that my friend and I have it because, you know, even as I'm sitting here and I, I felt called to make this video, I felt love, no doubt. I felt love. I think this might be a love letter to her if she's listening is that I love her. I love you so much that I would have loved to have been, um, part of this news and this joy earlier, just so that, cause she had some complications just so I could be an ear. And, and, and actually some of her compl complications that she had, I had with my pregnancy with my daughter. And I, 
you know, immediately when I did find out what she was uh, going through, I was doing research and just trying to figure out, you know, what she could do. And she was doing some of them already. It just, it actually gave me a pause to not think about myself so much and dive into her world and, and support her. So I, I, I know that it's, it's just out of love. I really, really appreciate um, all that she was trying to do, but uh, I hope this video helps from the perspective of someone who's gone through it uh, to just help you. If you're out there trying to tell your own friend of how you can say so uh, with still validating their feelings, but also validating your joy. Um, but remember, just, you know, keep it light. Um, I think, like I said, any type of text or email might be a good way to just give them some space, but adapt it to your own. I'm just going to say it one more time and in your own words, but I have some news to share with you. Our friendship is so important to me, and I love that it's solid enough for us to hold space for each other in times of challenges, but we also celebrate each other in times of joy. And today I have some joyful news to share with you. I'm pregnant. So I hope that helps. I would love to hear your uh, feedback on that. Have you been in a situation where someone has told you and you're, you know, you've had fertility issues or loss and you've, they've told you and they've been completely insensitive have you been in a situation where someone told you so something uh, to, gave the news or shared this, the news with you that made you feel um, taken care of in the process, but also allowed you to be there? I would love to hear your feedback on this and just, you know, if you've been in a situation or if you have a better way or something that you'd like to contribute that can help. Um, one of the things, as I told you in the beginning of this, is that I that I have coming up is something called the Corner Table. It'll be our Facebook community for New Mommy at 40, the after party, if you will, uh, so that after you've listened to an episode, that you can come there, give feedback, what you like, what you didn't like, uh, share your experiences uh, in that topic, if, you, if that topic is uh, familiar to you. And also get to know each other better because Instagram and all that other stuff, like you're, you know, the likes are, are great. I love getting them in the, in the DMs, but just to kind of build a true community there. So I would love for you to meet us at Corner Table. I'll leave the information in the bottom of this video and also on Instagram so that you could know, you know, where to find us there. And I hope that we get to do uh, some more um, getting to know you activities and getting to know each other. The other thing that's happening is this video or this podcast is not usually a video podcast, but for the first episode, I really just wanted you to see me, hear me. I didn't want to do too many edits and clean it up too nicely um, because part of life, especially mom life is messiness. And <laughs> I wanted to kind of do this in one take. So if it's not perfect, please forgive me. The other ones will sound a little bit better, especially when we have our, our guests. But every once in a while, I'll pop in so that you can get to know me a little bit more and do these solo episodes. And they'll probably be video on video. But uh, starting soon, I'm going to 
uh, post all of season one on YouTube as well. And I don't have video for all the episodes, uh, but we'll make it interesting so that you can be engaged and follow along. But for those of you who haven't been able to listen to season one, it will also be available on YouTube. There'll be like throwback Thursday. So we'll have new episodes of New Mommy at 40 season two on Mondays and Thursdays will be throwbacks of season one. So I really am excited to um, have those all out there for you. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram, Facebook at New Mommy at 40. Also our website, www.newmommyat40.com. And I'm so excited to get to know you and hear what you thought. Please tune in to us next week. Subscribe and follow right now so you don't miss an episode. And I really just hope that you take care of yourself and each other. Thank you.